All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming. Uh, I would say Greenbox Gaming plays Impossible Landscapes, uh, but today, uh, for those of you who are uh, with us live or who are watching the VOD later, you will notice that we again are a man down. Uh, Jean, our, our lovely Benedict, apparently, um, apparently can't be bothered to record while in the airport. Or while flying uh, back to South Africa, which I think is a complete cop-out, personally. Yeah. It's kind of bullshit yeah. how he has to relocate himself. Yeah. How, how dare um, he? But I am, however, excited to introduce Excuse a me? new thing into the podcast. Oh. A new segment. Oh, you do have the name. Yeah. Uh, Dace came up yeah. with the name. Uh, did you? Everybody, I'm delighted to welcome you to the... Gnarly Arby's Corner with the Beef and Cheddar Chums, a.k.a. the Horsey Boys. <laughs> How does that hit you? We're going to workshop it. <laughs> horsey Sauce Boys. The Horsey Sauce Boys. With the Horsey Sauce Boys. <laughs> well, yeah, we, uh, I guess I should, in- we should introduce ourselves. I'm Joe. I'm normally the handler. Uh, and, of course, I have uh, Brad and Dace with me here. Uh, what we were going to do today is uh, we'd actually post it up on social media, uh, message out to our patrons, our patrons, and uh, asked if anybody had any any questions. And we figured we'd do a little Q and A, and then just kind of do like a little, I don't know, like a little check in, and just see how everybody's doing and how they feel about the uh, the campaign and stuff. We really, I guess, we kind of did something like that after season one. We kind of had, but it was really kind of just interspersed with the in-between home scene stuff, wasn't it? hmm Yeah. <clears throat> so, that being said, guys, <coughs> how do you, how do you, what do, what do you guys think about things? I know we've, uh, I know this is not the longest game we've ever played because Brad's Skystone, Skystone campaign went longer. Uh, when did we start this? God, I guess we started it back in October last year. Um, it's it's definitely the most consistent game we've played. It's gonna be the longest. If, I doubt we'll if, if, if we run it all the way to the end, oh, yeah, it's <coughs> gonna be the longest. Oh no, what do you what do you guys what are you guys feeling about it from uh, from this point? Confusion. <laughs> I think that's the uh, the thing that dominates Delta Green. That's like the thing that differentiates it between D and D and Delta Green. It's like you're just in a constant state of confusion, which is not a bad place to be. Um, Do you think it's confusion in a way that's like it's is it like unstru- it's not like necessarily unstructured chaos, is it? But it's like it's the the unraveling the mystery part. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, we're all pretty new to playing Delta Green, and I'm, the way I'm internalizing it is like, I've sort of stopped trying to actively unravel the mystery mm. and just sort of be along for the ride, and if a clue drops that, like, cracks everything open, then that's cool. Right. But if it doesn't, then I'm just fucking here to play, um, because it's impossible to unravel the mystery. Like it's evident that the way these things are written, you just have to progress. Um, does that make any sense? 
No, that's that's pretty good. Well, like, okay, so Brad, apparently you're the guy who uh, ruins everybody's movies for them uh, by identifying the twist. Uh, yeah, ahead of time. No, he's really good at uh, like picking up on the threads of plots. So I'm actually interested to see if you got a theory, Brad. What, yeah, what I'm pretty you, what sure I figured it out. All of it. All of it. You just got it all figured out. <laughs> uh, can you spoil it for us? In the horsey sauce boy's corner? <laughs> Arby's was behind it the entire time. <laughs> I knew it. Arby's is the big bad. <laughs> I, I, I neglected to mention up top that we are actually sponsored by Arby's now. We are not. Um, and there will be Do not sue us. ad breaks. And, do, and I would also like to thank <laughs> Trent Reznor for providing this background music. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why Trent Reznor? Where did that come from? Are you listening to it? <laughs> no, I have it turned all the way down. <laughs> well, uh, like Brad, do you, do you have any real, like, do you have an idea or, like, do you have a theory? Um, no. Um, next question (laughs) amazing i don't think i don't i don't have anything that's uh profound or new to say i don't think that i haven't already expressed yeah Um, well you know we're we're coming off of i believe episode uh 18 uh where you guys had met with agent charlotte um and gotten some background info on um, Operation Mercy, which was the uh, the mission that V-Cell was assigned. Um, and then right when we got done, you guys were kind of scoping out Ophelia Citri's, um, you know, her her place to get in there and see what she's up to. Um, and something that I think was interesting that Day said last time, like you, it's kind of sad. You're like, oh man, wouldn't it be crazy if this was like a canonical character like uh that charlotte from c-cell is like a a canonical uh a canonical person in this universe yeah yeah i uh i don't know like and the thing was is uh that that's not written in i was just like god like what am i gonna do here like when they because i got see the direction you guys were going and then i remembered i was like wait a second there's all this stuff in the handler's guide about what higher delta green actually looks like yeah that, that was honestly really cool. That was one of the cooler scenes. Uh, like, there was a certain gravity to it that I felt. I don't know if it came, like, I personally felt it. Like, no, that was a good has scene. Some authority. <clears throat> it was a good scene. I mean, my, the biggest thing that was been completely fucked up because you had this whole, before we started this chapter two, whatever, for lack of a better term this India moon thing. Yeah. You were saying that <clears throat> times passed and now there's like a difference between Delta green and the organization. Right. But right, our right, characters right. don't know that. So that's what I was uh, worried about before we, I guess now we're kind of, since we met this person, it's officially okay. If we're still part of Delta green, I thought it was like some bullshit. Like the organization didn't know anything about us because we were like some, other set on that first mission and just like we're out here on our own and like I thought it was going to go down that road essentially yeah well in the in the canonical lore I believe in 2002 um, after or 
Or is it 2001? 2002 with a 911. It's 2002, right? Um, one. Is it one? one. Okay. Yeah. I always get that, always get that confused. Um, so after 9-11, there is... And there's some other stuff that goes on with... So before that... Before, like, up to the 70s, Delta Green is an official government program. Up into the 70s. Like, it slowly evolves from this thing that happens in like back in the 20s in this little in Massachusetts um, it slowly evolves into Delta Green and these but something happened there's a big operation in the 70s that's like goes on during Vietnam where shit just gets totally messed up and basically the program uh, and an, another organization comes up that does not have the same goals um, and the name of that organization is super important. But another organization basically comes up and gets involved in some supernatural stuff itself. And Delta Green goes underground. And those are, I think they call them like the cowboy years. Uh, where yeah. the old members of Delta Green are out there doing their job completely separate from any government sponsorship. Or like, you know, if you get burned, you're burned kind of thing. And then in 2001, um, what's that? Question. Is there a module that goes through the Vietnam years? Because that sounds there. So the thing is, is amazing. like I think a lot of those, I think some of those modules are some of those. There are definitely stuff based in those years, a hundred percent. A lot of that stuff got written back when Delta Green was still a Call of Cthulhu module. Uh, okay. Yeah. Huh. <coughs> so basically, in two. Is it? Oh, go ahead. Is it some? Is it something that happened, like, in the Vietnam era? Or is it something that happened, like, actually in the Vietnam War in that caused Vietnam. the schism? That sounds cool as fuck, and I want to play it. There is, um, there's a part, you know, like, we were talking about, um, you know, like, uh, some of the other podcasts we've listened to. There is a, a part in, uh, that is alluded to in, uh, yeah, 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 in, oh my god, their name. A glass cannon in the glass cannon podcast. Glass cannon podcast. Yeah, that's just one of one of one of my favorite Delta Green series. Uh, they there's alluded a part to that incident. They allude to the father of one of the characters being involved in a Delta Green program in Vietnam. Oh. Okay. Okay. What's that? Idea. Okay. If if we should happen to run this campaign long enough to finish it, and we were to go back and play a module in Vietnam. Uh, for all the listeners out there, my dad was a Vietnam vet named Cotton Ruthven, and he is a fucking character. <laughs> if we yeah. did that, I would absolutely play my dad. You just play play your dad. Old, uh, what was he? Was <laughs> yes. he was he was he headhunter or um, what was his his call sign? Like bounty hunter. bounty hunter. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I would just play Cotton Ruthven. <laughs> That'd be so fucking amazing. <laughs> like, with his... It's his bizarre got, laugh. You're gonna have to yes, drink... that's the first thing. A lot more beers during the session. A lot. <laughs> yeah. He's got a laugh that's like... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like, it sounds like he's in pain that, almost. That's pretty good. I just remember... <laughs> Speaking of him and beers... When I was over at your <laughs> do we, house, do we want to do this? Do we want to do this right here? Yeah. Let's dive into there it. There was holes in the driveway, and his solution yeah. to filling up the hole was drinking beers 
throwing the beer in the hole and then running over it till it was level. <laughs> <laughs> Did it and work? then covering that with dirt. I guess so. It still got some holes in that driveway. So. Like he's truly an unhinged person <laughs> that has just somehow managed to <laughs> I exist this long. Hey man, like a lot of times uh Oh my 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 mic has been muted on the stream this entire time. Uh, yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes fact is stranger than fiction, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, what we're we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Just about how Delta Green, like the history of kind of how it how it goes. Um, so wait, so what's going on now? There is two organizations, right? So basically, in two thousand one, the old organization, old Delta Green. Um, kind of splits. Uh, there are still the old school guys who are like, no, we don't want to be involved with the government. We don't want to answer to politicians. We don't want to be a part of it. We're going to do things the same way. We're fine. We're fine. And yeah, we're all dying off. And yeah, it's, you know, we have no support. And we'd, we're fine. We'll just do it the way we've always done it. Like, so that's the outlaws. Um, and you guys uh, M cell is a part of the outlaws the outlaws utilize the alphabetical cell system um, and they're uh, but they're do we head. know that as characters you as characters would probably not know that um, remember in 2007 Marcus came to you and told you hey there's someone new on the scene they may contact you yeah. um, you just gave us a major spoiler there well he really. already told that to us it was just I didn't know which side we were on yeah but for but more the, of, so, the, go ahead what is it chick that we talked well I mean it hasn't been said definitively like we have been working for the outlaws but the chick that we talked to um, last session she is like definitively with Delta Green right yeah like she's Agent Charlotte which is the uh, but you the were outlaws told are Delta the, Green yes right like yeah. they're both Delta Green, but they do they stay out of each other's way or something? Or how does that work? I mean, that might be getting a bit too much into it, but it's oh, yeah. they both exist. They both have a lot to do with kind of keeping the unnatural undercover and protecting sure, people. Sure. But they have different mentalities and different philosophies about some other stuff, like. I like I like the outlaws are all about like destroy it, don't mess with it. Um, yeah. But the the program, who is the other Delta Green, uh, the program is a little different. They um, want to harness it. Yeah, they're like, they're very much yeah. like you know, oh, we can use it. The old Delta Green's like, no, you can't use it. You know. That's fascinating. Well, I've got a GM question. Yeah. Um, if you were a player, mm -hmm. uh, what would you do next? <laughs> How would you? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like is that a serious question? <laughs> you know, would just like uh, how would you sort of like crack the case wide open and like win the game? And just like where where is the next biggest piece of uh of yeah of evidence? You know, it's like low key though. Like it's a casual question. Just a casual so. question amongst friends. It's really what it is. Um, I don't know how to answer that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that right now you guys are in a bit of a tactical situation. I love the idea. One thing I think that's so... I'm so glad it's gone the way it has. Is you guys 
are like you guys as players and your your characters are so nervous about running into another one of these clockwork creatures like and you guys were so serious about it that you're like let's go get some bombs let's blow up this house in suburbia because we're afraid of what's in there which is like the right answer yeah the big question really obviously I would say there's like parallel universe shit going on this dude somehow has tapped into some occult thing where he can like build these buildings that are like in between these different worlds that's obvious but like I just don't understand where the demon shit's coming from yeah that's the big question Because the does, demon like, hasn't come up with anything with uh, 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 Carcosa. Ha- doesn't necessarily have anything to do with that. That's like a offshoot timeline, presumably, of an alternate future or present that happens. You know. Well, you know what? And even you guys have found the names of several demons <coughs> that mm-hmm. are shared with people, which is also... I think that might, it was either Dace oh. or Jean who was like, like, what is going on here? I, I just had a thought. Um, I was thinking about Delta Green versus D&D, and for some reason, my mind went to theme parks, oh. theme park rides. Okay. And I think I would classify D&D as a roller coaster. Like, you know, it's got ups and downs, but it's it's usually on rails. You don't have to necessarily be railroaded. You could deviate. but But when I think of Delta Green... It's fucking bumper cars <laughs> <laughs> just colliding into information and bouncing back and bouncing like that's it's so it's not um, bad that's that's not a bad way to put it really well thank you for saying that that just came on to me and I, I well the reason I thought I was like how do you feel about DMing that versus or GMing that versus DMing Dungeons and Dragons like all of us idiots are we have all the facts and we're just like digesting them and not understanding where we're going (laughs) but it's is it frustrating as a handler to (coughs) have the overhead view and then see your players not connecting the dots i can imagine that it would be for someone whose goal it is is for the players to reach the end and beat the big bad but that's not the goal like i mean when we when we started playing as a group with Jean, um, you know, we were playing we were playing Skystone and even that, like, you know, I don't like I don't know how much Brad had it on rails per se, but it felt like he and I don't know, Brad, maybe there's a question for you for when you were doing Skystone. It never felt like you were shoehorning us into any particular way to do something. Like obviously there were certain combat encounters that were like you know kind of destined to occur because they had like mini bosses at them and stuff but mm. i don't know if it felt like we had a lot of freedom but that make that puts a lot of work on you to be able to kind of improvise well i'm glad it felt that way i felt like i had it on rails <laughs> kind of oh, really? a little too much <laughs> is what i felt like um but to the extent i disagree with that 
Um, I think because I, I did not I feel would like do we were it. on rails. I yeah. would had like a general plan, but I was doing it episode by episode, so I'd see where you end, right? And then basically try to fit it to this endpoint, you know, somehow. Yeah, well, and I think I think that's how I think that's how Delta Green is, and I think that's how like I don't know, like I'm just so much more interested in making a cool story with you guys. Like, imagine it's like um like a like a decision tree like you know you start at one spot and then there's like three decisions and each one of those decisions has three possible possibilities and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and more convoluted as you go out but eventually they actually all start to then like curve back into each other and so you kind of like start at one spot and you end at one spot now but the journey there is like who who knows right right um, you start with the roots and you get the branches. Yeah. And the trunk is the ride that we made friends along <laughs> so the way. Along the way. If, if, if that's your uh, theme park analogy, what is the drug analogy for uh, Delta Green versus... Uh, uh, Do we need a drug analogy? <laughs> why not? We've already brought it up. Uh, what's the drug analogy? Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is a good... D&D is weed. If there's um, anyone under 18 listening Green, to this, cover your ears. It's, it's crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs> crocodile. It <laughs> rots your insides. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's accurate. All right. How about some... Um, no. How about we How about we hit up some uh, questions real quick? No, fuck Probably that. <laughs> I don't want... No. Okay, what's happening? What's our <laughs> listener's Just... favorite Arby's dinner? <laughs> Yeah, that that'll be a poll. Let's you know pick your favorite Arby's meal. <laughs> so we put out so we put out some questions <laughs> on on Patreon, on Reddit, on Twitter. Uh, it was a little short notice, so we didn't really get a lot back. But we did get uh, <laughs> some questions, some serious serious questions, and then one what I'm going to call a not serious question. Uh, we'll we'll get to that la- that not serious one here in a minute. But um, okay. here's actually this is not a bad one uh, to start with. This is from uh, one of our this is from Patreon. Uh, this is from one of our patrons, Old Possum Pete, uh, who used to be named something else. It was one of our other patrons who we've had from before, uh, but they changed well, their name. On well, 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 Possum, Possum Pete. Pete turns up in the old saloon again. Was well, it used Possum. to be the the raccoon rascal? <laughs> so Old Possum Pete uh, <laughs> wants to know. Uh, well, howdy, gentlemen. That's not what he wrote, but that's what I'm, I'm putting in there. Uh, how did y'all meet John from, like, all the way across the world? <laughs> it's, oh, one dusky day. Are, 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 are we going to nah. answer it in the voice? <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. We're done with the voice. We were all um, three young boys in a in a online chat room. <laughs> And, uh, this is going. Actually, let, let's let's not well, go down that road. <laughs> I actually met uh, John on Grinder, <laughs> as um, one does. He was such a generous lover. Such he was a little charming. bit too generous. Yeah. And I was like, I don't actually want this generosity from a lover. But and I think you'd be better as a friend. <laughs> but you'd be great as someone to play uh, tabletop <coughs> games with. <laughs> but if you want to play <laughs> tabletop role. No, um, so John is my sister's fiance. Yeah. Um, and my sister is uh, the smartest one of 
us siblings and she was uh, doing a postdoc in South Africa and that's how she met John. Yeah. So she was over there researching AIDS and HIV and yeah, they had a mutual love of uh, Psytrance music. Is that really how that, that's not really, really? How they <laughs> Well, that wasn't they the met at a rave? A factor. <laughs> no, they didn't meet at a rave, but <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. John, he's gone, so we're supposed to shit on him. But he's honestly one of the most amazing <laughs> human beings that I've ever met in my life. And I think the first time I met him was we were playing through um, uh, the Enterprisers, which was a homebrew, yeah, which yeah. was a homebrew Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition game that I was running. Um, we haven't even talked about the Enterprises dude, the on Enterprises, this on this podcast. John was on That's that. A fantastic. No, game. he wasn't on it. He he like sat in one session uh, because he was like interested in tabletop RPG, but he never done it before. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he was at Daces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should go back to that. God, maybe one day. I like Toad. Maybe one day. <laughs> you miss Toad. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so second question. Uh, <clears throat> oh, pardon me. Let me get back in. Are y'all gonna do more Delta Green after Impossible Landscapes or something else? <laughs> <laughs> do you have to every entry? It's it's all it's you're just leaning Pete? into it? that's hell. Wow. Oh, okay, it's still Possum Pete. It's still Possum Pete. I don't realize that. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. got multiple questions. Well, th- um. uh, thank you, Possum Pete, for your question. Um, <laughs> Well, so here's we're probably never going to finish this, so no. <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah. you guys are gonna like get in a death spiral where every time you make a new character, it's just gonna die right out the gates. It's gonna be and the same. See, way. My first thought was like <laughs> one of us was gonna die in real life before we finish oh, yeah. it. That could happen. Yeah, on yeah. air. So no, that would be uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we talk about having a blood sport Patreon tier uh, early early on? <laughs> If we didn't, we certainly should have, and I'm into it. Where we fight um, to the death, to the death, as and uh, and the patron uh, patrons uh, elect who fights, and like we have a whole uh, like tier, and yeah, nice, yeah, it's gonna be great. But also, I've thought about this and blood sport. Would you be down to run Enterprisers? I don't know. Like, you know, I really enjoyed running <coughs> Enterprisers. Um, Enterprisers was a... It was an interesting one. It was a, a, a D&D 5th edition game that starts in the real world, like or in like the normal world. Um, it's a homebrew setting for the most part. But some of the pieces are borrowed. Um, for instance, we start in a, in a world called the Silver Empire, but then like immediately go to Sigil, uh, which was yep. <laughs> which was pretty fun. Um, and we, it was it was Dace, Brad, and Robert, right? Who is my brother? Yeah, who's Robert, Dace's brother? Yes. Uh, did we have somebody else, or is that it? That was the core. I think Jessica tried a couple of times. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Daisy's sister tried it a couple of times, but yeah, uh, it was a it was a really fun game. But then just kind of life got crazy, and you know, and 
we just kind of got in a weird place with the game where we just kind of quit playing it for a while. I'd love you to. You should have killed uh, Dace at one occasion, I know. You were going way too easy on him. Oh, you think so? <laughs> wait, oh, wait, me? Jake. Why me? Jake was there with Jake. us. Jake! He, oh, he, he, play yeah. he played Taxa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got, I got to tell this story. Uh, well, it's not a story. Like, so our friend Jake played a character name. <laughs> Taksa. A tabaxi. And it was a cat person. A tabaxi. A cat person. And we played, I don't know, eight or ten sessions. Yeah. And then finally, on roll 20, one day I looked down. <laughs> I didn't know. And re- read his name backwards. And it spelled out, big ass cat. <laughs> <laughs> Which just genius. So stupid. <laughs> just, it's amazing <laughs> like oh god yeah. damn jake was also like uh, he uh he's so god bless him i love him he's one of my best friends in the world but there's one session where he played in his work building in the basement and he wasn't supposed to, like he was on the clock and he was just in the <laughs> which basement which we didn't know he told us he's like yeah so this time know. is fine <laughs> yeah so if, if this was Jake in the same situation John would be Jake would be having his like phone down in his lap on the airplane like saying suffocatingly exactly like that imagine being on the on an airplane trying to surreptitiously play Delta Green you're like um I burn the body like (laughs) I strike the child across the face and hope she's an elder god (laughs) oh god all right, uh, this, fun times. So, so this next question uh, is actually very relevant to kind of the this kind of route of conversation. Oh, but to answer the question, uh, we don't really know. We'll see. Impossible landscapes is going to go for a while. Um, I I don't want to give an estimate on how far we think. I think we are. I don't want to. Um, <coughs> it is, but these guys are in the thick of it, and I think we're going to easily. Because we're, we're, like I said, we started last year in October. It's August now. I would be surprised if we played this regularly. I'd be surprised if we didn't go two years. Jesus. Yeah. But, again, the way we play... Something I've noticed. Like, I've seen other people's uh, playthroughs and stuff of Impossible Landscapes. Man, they blow through this shit. I'm like, how do they, how do they play how so How long fast? are their sessions? Like they'll they'll put like they'll put like five hours into the night floors, like um, it's because their their players aren't assholes. They just <laughs> fuck around with like I, I don't, we it's don't just fuck around that much. Just, we do not. But fuck you, around but that I, th- much, I, I think, think one of the we do a lot of role playing. Yeah, yeah. You guys do a lot, and I love it. Like it's one of the reasons why I like I love the way we do it. Um, I mean, because we're just enjoying ourselves, and I we've I've said it a dozen times. We're going to play this, and we're going to put it out there, even if no one ever listens to it, because we're enjoying it, you know? Two yeah, years, 100%. Wow. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, but, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll bring Enterprisers Net back um, at some point. Or maybe, or maybe one of you guys could run something else. Uh, but here is another good uh, question. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Here's another question. Uh uh, from uh, again from Old Possum Pete, uh, Skystone win. <laughs> uh, we actually do have that, all those recordings, don't we? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, 
I don't know about that because I would take a lot of editing, and it's way rougher than this. <laughs> yes, it is um, very, yeah, very, very rough. rough. Um, um, I mean, you want to talk about just so it's cool to talk about. I don't know how enjoyable it would be to listen to. <laughs> you know, back. well, I mean, because you know, because I think a lot of this, you know, and we've as we've done this. We've gotten a lot better at it. Where like when I'm like looking through the book and stuff, you guys will kind of see that and kind of pick up and kill the dead air, you know, and stuff like that. That's it's better to listen to, you know. And um, but when yeah, when we were doing that, I mean, it was just purely us playing, not mm-hmm. you know, we we knew we were recording it, but we were like, man, eh, no one's ever gonna layer this. We were kind of just recording it for us so that we could listen back between sessions. Yeah. There's just a home campaign. It's a difference between a podcast and a home campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and I would I think I've learned a lot more from DM and from Joe just sitting in on this, so hopefully I would be doing that a little bit smoother too. I Dude, think the I answer don't know. to that if we did it again, it'd be like a revisit, you know, in the distant future. And I want to like DM again some kind of campaign. Oh well, yeah, and like we at the, well, that would be really cool. Well, you remember at the end of Skystone, he really set the stage for like a sequel. Like it was, yeah. it was like the post-credit scene where it's like, oh, there's a sequel coming. So, how would you even recap that entire season? I don't, or I don't not think season, but that campaign. You would have to sit down yeah. and write it out. Like as it was so good. Yeah. Like, like Brad, like I think you're being harsh on yourself, Brad. Like, you did an extravagant job for having done, and, like, literally made every single thing in there. Uh, Brad made all the maps, and he made custom pixel art for our characters, yep. which was yep. just like icing on the cake. Like, we were just like all so blown away that he took so much time to do this for our like, characters. Complete homebrew campaign. Knocked it out of the park. We had a blast playing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. Well, and I and at the I end of it, too, the thing I probably would take out that didn't work quite as well. Uh, one of the biggest homebrew things was uh, I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan, so we had like a super saying. Uh, uh, oh yeah, I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, we had our our like transformations like uh, basically our, they could jump yeah, from with the Skystone bracelets. Yeah, they the characters could jump from whatever level they're at to level ten. For a couple of turns, if they so choose, with some yeah, repercussions, yeah. but that didn't necessarily plan out. <laughs> I, I thought it, it would, okay. but it's, it's it was interesting fun. idea. But it's such a fucking cool idea, yeah. and and we did use it a few times. Yeah, yeah. And there are a few times it ended up really good, and there are other times it didn't end up so good. Uh, <laughs> which is which is what you want, really. I think yeah. one of the big I think one of the big things with like yeah, we we've talked about Skystone a few times. I think one of the big things with Skystone is that there were two other people involved in Skystone. Um, we had um, Matt, who was originally with at us the very beginning. at the very mm-hmm. beginning, because mm-hmm. uh, originally it was it was Brad DMing and it was me, Dace, and Matt. Um, and then Matt got busy. Uh, I don't think he enjoyed. It was his first foray into tabletop RPGs. I don't think he enjoyed it that much, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine. Yeah, it's not everybody's. It's, bag. It's not everybody's bag. Um, or maybe we were just too into it. Maybe we. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's probably more likely. We just got way too into it. He's like these <laughs> fucking birds. <laughs> but then we also. So at first it was 
me, Dace, and Matt. And then Matt dropped out, and then Jean and Riley came in. Um, yeah. So if we ever if we ever decided to put it out, I mean, we'd have to talk to you know Matt and Riley and make sure that they're that they're okay with that. Maybe they're not. You know, like we're not going to put them out there for people to listen to and stuff without their permission. You know, you know, because not everybody wants to do that. So, so yeah, but it is pretty an interesting true. idea. Okay, I'm pretty sure John, Matt, and Riley would be fine with that. But we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um. So the last one from uh from Possum Pete here. Uh, why does Dace only play absolute psychopaths? <laughs> Dace. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's easy, uh, <laughs> Possum Pete. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, in fantasy role playing games, you typically play what you want to be. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> a paladin in search of justice and the truth, or like a sorcerer plumbing the depths of arcane knowledge. <laughs> and what I like to do in role playing games is unleash my insanity <laughs> and just. <laughs> I'm still regulated. You haven't seen Days Unhinged. <laughs> But yeah. I just want to go. You have it. Well, the thing is, even with Finnegan, <laughs> like even with Finnegan in uh, interludes, um, like Finnegan has not had a chance to really, really yeah. get out there yet. Therapy on a serious note, expensive, and we're <laughs> doing the best why. we can. Uh, we're trying to expel <laughs> all of these personalities. You know, uh, bit by might bit. take a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually can't afford therapy, so this is all that I have. Um, this is like me basically flushing all of my toxins down it's this like, uh, role-playing it's toilet. Kinda, it, like, it's like Shutter Island in a way. Like, we're just giving him yeah. room to act it out, you know, and yeah. hoping that he comes back at the end. You yeah. know, uh, Oh, spoilers for Shutter Island, by the way. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but no, uh, psychopaths are the most fun characters to play it's just like uh it's basically like playing what's the what's the uh in D D? there's a particular alignment that is uh chaotic evil look down chaotic no no it's neutral. uh true neutral true neutral that's what a, a psychopath would be uh, or chaotic neutral chaotic neutral I can't, Is that right, are you talking Joe? about there's I think <coughs> typically I think people who play I can't remember it's either chaotic evil or chaotic or chaotic neutral is typically called chaotic stupid. Uh yeah. It's, it's like chaotic it's people neutral, at the table. Like, go ahead, sorry. Well, it's the people that are at the table they're like that guy. Like yeah. they're just doing stupid shit to be stupid. And you like to be I that tr- guy. I really <laughs> try to toe the line and not be that guy like like be true to the character and be as unhinged as they are without like um fucking up the narrative or like stepping on other players toes um i don't know yeah. if i achieve that every time 
but I think I try to draw that line. I think with Benji, I think Benji is a really good example of, you know, and you talked about it on your uh, character creation episode, um, that Benji has this way of kind of coming off as goofy because he has the voice. But, yeah. you know, he's had a lot of really serious, serious moments, like uh, some, like, I mean, some, some pretty dark shit, um, you know, especially this last season. And I don't know, like, I think that a lot of what you've done has been more a lot more true to character than it has been trying to be goofy. But sometimes it is nice to have that catharsis of playing of someone who's fucking unhinged. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it every now and then. And, you know, and one of the things we talked about when we were like, we, that we were going to do interludes, that we were going to play reverberations. One of the things we talked about was like, this is a good chance just not take it as serious you know because i think i think we all take impossible landscapes serious enough to make it narrative and fun you know to follow the story you know obviously we have a good time and we joke about some pretty dark shit sometimes uh but at the same time you know like we're like you know you guys are out there meeting axel armstrong and shit like you know it's it's not a super super favorite character of the campaign (laughs) like it's not favorite hands down yeah it's not the most serious impossible landscapes playthrough out there. Like it's just not. <laughs> but to have the opportunity to just kind of go off the reservation to your own thing. I don't know. You know, that's nice every now and then. Yeah. Uh in summation, why do I play psychopaths? Because it's fucking fun. It can be fun. <laughs> yeah. That's why I play psychopaths. But by light but you did say something there that was really important, which is that you play you play something like that but still be cognizant of like that you don't step on the narrative that, or you don't like stomp the narrative into the ground that you're not stepping on other players toes you know and stuff like that because there is a way oh yeah uh taking it back to the enterprisers uh my brother robert played a dragonborn fighter called dragon bjorn, bjorn. <laughs> because he couldn't be bothered to come up with the name and uh <laughs> God, he was just like a death machine. His he had one answer to every single situation, and it's violence. Yeah, that's where we and left off. Is we we're about to get in a fight with our companions, our NPC companions. Well, we were on, yeah, we were on an airship, and 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 Robert actually, or Dragon Bjorn. No, it was Robert. It was Robert. (laughs) It was Robert. Robert. (laughs) Let's be honest. We'll say it. (laughs) And uh, and and Joe, as a DM, had to do one of those things. Like, you sure about that? You sure sure about that? Says yeah, I don't like him. Gave him a mulligan. (laughs) Like he fully killed the dude, and then we had to backtrack and do it. Like no, he didn't kill him. He was about to fight him. He didn't. He was about to attack him. I think Dace is right. I think he straight up murdered. I him. promise you. No, he didn't kill. Okay, him. maybe he didn't. We were about to well, fight. Well, we've him. got recordings. <laughs> I'll make a but bet. Yeah, with I'm you trying right to now. get my brother in jail. He killed that man. I'll make <laughs> a bet. With killed you. a man. What do you want to bet? Uh, how about a sixer? How about a six pack of, um, uh. What are the things that you shove up your ass? All right, next question. Oh. <laughs> next question. Well, uh, that is all we have from uh, Possum Pete. Actually. He did say on uh, Twitch that's exactly how his voice sounds. So, 
Oh, oh, oh he's here. <laughs> oh, Pots and Pete, fantastic. Oh, we're glad. To, I'm glad we're uh, true Welcome. to true to character. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the only other question we had, like I said, it was a bit short notice uh, because we didn't know Jean wasn't going to be available. Um, the only other question we had was um, how magnets work. So, Brad, whenever you're ready, go ahead. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get your See, hand off that you, keyboard. <laughs> when, you, when you think really hard about something and you can, you just say something over yeah. and over again. You speak it into an existence, yeah. and that's Got what him. happened with Doctor Magnet. Old Doctor Magnet, the inventor <laughs> of oh, magnetism. So a superhero. <laughs> he just uh, thought about stuff and said them out loud enough until they and came there we to go. being. Okay, well, okay. Uh, there you go, uh, uh, Reddit user. Uh, that's <laughs> that was your. Uh, that's, that's the your power answer. of thought. Yeah. What is that was, called? Uh, People that say if you speak, think, say something enough, it'll. Come I, I what is that remember. called? Uh, it's they. Yeah, it's not real, so it doesn't need a real name anyway. So. Well, t- tell that to Doctor Magnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did magnets well, I, come up? Someone on Reddit asked a throwaway question. That's that's oh. all it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a bot. Yeah. Well, and so. Well, I don't know. Like you know, a lot of this, a lot of us kind of talking, you know, has been about, you know, like other games. Like I, I don't know. You know, one of the big things that, um, you know, we're a small podcast. We haven't been doing this long, less than a year. Um, this is very much still an amateur kind of operation. Um, this is just something we're doing on the side because we thought it would be kind of fun. Um, I don't know. Like you know, there are you know, really awesome professional podcasters out there who have time and resources to do multiple shows, you know, and uh, I would love to do something like that, but gosh. Yeah. It's crazy <laughs> that we got the Arby's sponsorship and they it's didn't. It's just yeah. nuts. I just, I didn't see it coming, you know. Yeah. And Trent, Trent Reznor doing this backing track. <laughs> Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails is one of our Patreon supporters? <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy, <mark>? Brad. <laughs> No, he just made this music. No, we're paying him. Oh, because we know him personally. We're paying him <laughs> an Arby's sauce. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are we going with I this? I don't know. What are we saying, Joe? Sorry. <laughs> well, I, um, um, like I said, you know, we would love to... One of the things that we were wanting to talk about, too, was like, you know, like what... Like, you know what are some of the podcasts that we listen to or like things that we've heard that made us kind of like that, like inspire us, whether it's like movies you've watched or books you've read, you know, or other podcasts yeah. you listen to. You mean the DG genre? Well, that, but about? also, but even just inspire, like that kind of inspire us just to kind of like do stuff. One of the big things that I don't think, I don't know, maybe it's come up. Like, Brad and Dace are both musicians, and, like, Brad made our intro. Um, he's got some ambient stuff that we want to try to get online to use in the backgrounds of our recordings and stuff. Um, but him and him and Dace are both in a band. What is... What are you guys Are you just talking about in general? Like, uh... Yeah, just, like, saying? like general, like, like what's, <coughs> what's inspired you guys? Well... But especially if it's, um, like, kind of DG-related. Money. 
<laughs> just hard card hold card hold cash. Money. I'll sell myself out in a heartbeat. <laughs> God, it would be so nice if this were if this were actually a money making enterprise. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something we haven't already brought up because we talk about True Detective and uh, yeah. Annihilation to Death, which we Annihilation know- has great music in it as well. Oh, God, if you so ever look that up, um, that composer. I, he hadn't done much besides that, um, but God, would you would you need to do much more? Like it was just <sighs> it's a so wild good. ride. That was like wait, I'm con- go ahead. I'm confused. Are we talking about what inspires us uh, Delta Green wise, or what just inspires us generally as human beings? <laughs> Probably like Delta, Delta Gre- Green. Maybe Delta Green wise. <laughs> Not to get up every morning, like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, I have nothing there. <laughs> well, like I know, uh, have you either of you guys seen? Uh, uh, it's up. Oh, we've killed Brad. Brad's dying. Uh, have either of you guys seen Dark? I know you've been talking about that. Yes. I haven't seen that yet. I saw the first episode of it. I haven't followed through with it, but yeah, it's... dude, it like it starts off kind of like okay, I don't you know, just, but like it it takes a. Uh, it has a bit of an exponential curve of like what the fuck is going on like you want to talk yeah. about like that feeling of delta green of like what is happening i'm barely hanging on by a thread of knowing what's happening like that it, that feeling is what you get when you watch dark uh in a similar vein uh somebody recommended me the uh follow up to yellowstone which is 1892 or 14, I don't do good with numbers. <laughs> really? But anyway, I watched the wrong series because there's also a different series <laughs> called like 1890. Yeah, that's what me... Which takes place on a boat. That's what me and Gabby told you uh, about. We told you about uh, that one. But then okay. you didn't even watch it on purpose. You watched I'll it be right accident. back. Okay. I watched it accidentally because I thought I was watching the prequel or the sequel to Yellowstone. But... <laughs> I ended up watching a movie or a, a series about a ghost boat. A ghost boat. But it's really fucking sick. It and is. it's got some Delta Green vibes. Like it's it's eerie, you know. It's got some very it's v- got a very Lovecraftian vibes. Um it yep. is I would say it is all almost completely like very much in line with a Lovecraftian feel and like in a lot of its theming. Um, you know, like very nautical horror inspired what's what's the actual name (laughs) the number is it 1890 i i i I, I don't i don't remember this is my whole hang up man i'm bad with numbers this is why i accidentally watched the right it's 1899 (laughs) it's 1899 yes it's definitely not a Yellowstone prequel, eighteen ninety nine. It's extremely good, uh, and one of the things that's so good about it is they just go so far out of their way to like make things as like one of the biggest things about the movie is like it's like this big luxury liner, but then like down in the bottom of the boat they've got like all the third class passengers who are just basically oh, like stacked on top of each other, and it's are we like still on movies. They, yeah, and like, they just go so far to like really give you like an idea of like the extreme disparity of these different people, but they're all kind of in the same really fucked up horrific situation together. Have y'all I ever seen? Really good. Uh, this is an old school one, and it's kind of it's very like Delta Green Cthulhu, but it's in the distant future called Event Horizon. 
Oh yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> I've never actually seen it. Basically, it's uh, like it's... space travel's a thing, and okay. the ship comes out of nowhere. Um, that they don't th- don't give anything away. Yeah, I I, I do want to see it. We'll watch it. I don't. Know. Okay, we'll watch it's, it. <laughs> it's not it's not really a mystery. Like once it's it's not like once a it twist happens, thing. It happens. It's, it happens, but it. Uh, I guess it's kind of unique because you think it's like straight up sci-fi, but then it takes us. Okay, I like that. I. It's a fucking quality movie. Have either of you guys <laughs> seen or heard of the Empty Man? No. No. What is that? It is a I think Netflix series. Um, Holy shit. The biggest, probably, probably one of the biggest just mind-blowing twist of any series I've watched. I mean. It's a series? It was was good. Like, you. I'm looking up a picture, and this guy looks pretty freaky. And (laughs) and once it happens, is it, well, actually, let me make sure it's the empty man. Is that what it's called? Um. I'm looking at a guy with a bunch of arms, skeleton dude with a bunch of arms coming out of his back. Um, sorry, no, it's a film. It is a film. Okay, but that's it. Yes, it is the the Empty Man. It is. It's a movie. It's so so good. It got a, it got a six point two on IM, IMDb and a dude, you can't trust that shit Rot- at all. We got seventy five on Rotten Tomatoes. That really surprised you. Can't me. trust. Rotten Tomatoes at all anymore, in my opinion. Oh, did they they go down? Well, I mean, I've just had such, at least in my taste, I've had such like hit or miss. Like I'll look like something and it'll be yeah. like shit, but sometimes we'll agree on stuff. So, like, yeah, the Empty Man is one of those, and it has a cla- like a classic like the like the unnatural is always kind of around the periphery. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, like, I have this, I might have mentioned it on the podcast before, like, when it comes to horror movies or, like, horror content, the second that you get to see the bad thing, that you actually lay eyes on it, it's just not scary anymore. Um, And I think that's something that, like, Lovecraft kind of touched on in his day, like, which was, like, this idea of something that's horrible because it's unknowable and unseeable that things are too big and too powerful or just simply too bizarre for you even to comprehend which you definitely wouldn't like jojo's bizarre adventure no i would not recommend that it's not an anime it's many things (laughs) being an anime (laughs) oh speaking of uh Definitely not speaking of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is something you should watch, Joe, because it's like I've heard it's a fever dream. Like it's just no, it's yes, so yes, that is the best way to explain it—a fever dream. But um, going back to like DG stuff, um, the Lighthouse. Oh my with, God! Um, yes. Um, Robert Pattinson, directed by Robert Eggers, and also starring. See, I guess we can. You can. Go ahead. Oh God, what's his, why can't I remember his name? I can't remember his name either. Willem Dafoe. William Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. So see, good. I don't. I, I guess there's multiple ways to interpret that. I don't see that as uh, supernatural. I f- see that as all like psychological. Yes. Well, that's, that's why the I brought thing. it up because it is psychological. <laughs> that's, that's my interpretation that's why, of the whole thing. Is like this shit is 
going on that the individuals are just going crazy head essentially but you know i mean when i was watching i was like definitely like is there something the way they did the trailer it made it seem almost like something weird was going on you know like supernaturally but after i watched it i was like i think this is just someone going insane or two people going insane I can't well, tell I mean, which if it's one or two. And that's and that's the cool thing about it is it could go either way. It's like uh it's like that moment at the end of Inception where he spins the top and it looks like it's yeah. kind of about to fall down, but you don't really know. Um like it just you 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 could definitely push it either way. And one of the cool things about like inside the Delta Green game itself, like when you're actually playing the game, you know, there's this idea that like and this is something that I've heard someone talk about. They're like, what if you had a Delta Green operation? You ran a game where nothing unnatural was happening. Uh, and the, <laughs> That'd be so hilarious. Paranoid. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that'd be amazing. And the whole, but it's, it's, that'd be but great. The, and then but the, the whole, whole thing the players is just are that, making the shit up. Yeah, that's like, down. but the whole thing is like, you know, that somebody saw something or like a group of people experienced something that overall is explainable you know maybe there was a gas leak and they all had a hallucination you know it's like or or something you know whatever something mundane but it gets everybody you know it gets into everybody's head um yeah that's basically the lighthouse that's the lighthouse i'll tell you something and i don't know if you've seen this either joe but i need to get days to watch this maybe tonight um classic um obviously like supernatural but the thing the thing have you seen that joe yeah the yeah. original back in the day yeah okay good it's, it was uh, it has is great well i don't know at the end of that like that's not really it doesn't really leave it up to question what's happening at the end like it does a, it uh it's a whole it you don't, don't know, know uh <laughs> well you don't you don't that was you don't know basically yeah uh dace that was the whole inspiration for that sky stone halloween thing where that monster was like mimicking mm. y'all yeah that's basically yeah. the thing <laughs> <laughs> that was so good too god what like i always love that i always love like kind of like uh again like you know some people who are like you know when they sit down to do a role-playing game they're like no like this is very serious we're doing everything exactly exactly like it is you know no deviation uh you know we enjoy a little bit of levity and a little bit of goofiness uh brad had like a special halloween session uh in skystone which is really good uh when we were doing enterprisers i did a special christmas session <laughs> oh my <laughs> god i was just thinking about that the other week i swear to god i was just thinking about like, that like last week so it was basically like krampus you <laughs> yeah, know what like, that like, is oh yeah god. except worse <laughs> that oh was god, the thing no. i was saying that i think you should have killed dace's character oh with the uh with the dustman with, no with the Woman of Blades or whatever, Lady of Blades, oh, the yeah. one that Lady of Blades, Lady of Pain. Pain, well, yeah, yes, the Lady of Pain, who's Whoever the ruler, yeah. Sigil. ruler of Sigil. Yeah. So, so it's actually an alley oop. Um, I don't know. Joe can set the stage better than I could, as far as the actual situation that was going on. I don't. It's too complicated. It's like it's too much yeah. background to explain. Basically, yeah. I had created this very Krampusy kind of like bad like bad Santa that came after them uh, in Sigil and I think bad it was supposed to, it was supposed to be yeah 
It was supposed to be. It's someone who, instead of bringing gifts, he takes things and stuffs them in his sack. Things and people, never to be seen again. Uh, Bag and, of holding shit. Yeah, and the thing, the whole thing is, is that eventually he wasn't supposed to be killable. He was basically supposed. It was supposed to be like this long chase scene, and it was gonna be, and it was just gonna be them trying to get away and eventually making it and finding refuge, and. He wasn't supposed to be killable, but then Dace rolled a natural 20 on something to make... And there was only one thing I said, said about this thing. It's basically like, there's only one rule. This creature's not allowed to enter this one certain place. And if he does, like... And Dace just rolled it. I was like, I, I can't not. So he basically killed an unkillable creature that wasn't supposed to... Yeah. To be fair, that was actually Robert's idea. Oh, yeah. I... Um when I initially had the idea, I was like trying to figure out how to put the dustman into his own bag of oh, yeah, his own sack. Yeah. And then, and then Robert was like, dude, what if you just made him like come over into the lady of pain's domain? <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And then, yeah, rolled a nat 20. Then that's how you kill an unkill. That's how you unkill god. a God. Now you just pit him against each other. Yeah. You just got to use another God. It's gonna be like an episode of Santa Claus when you go back here and be turning into Dustmas. You'll like wake up with a fat belly one day. Uh, Next day you'll grow a beard. You'll be the Dustman himself. <laughs> so I was playing a lizard folk in that campaign. <laughs> Imagine a lizard folk with a with Santa a, Claus with a, beard. With a beard. <laughs> That's just fucked up, man. Yeah, I, I, God, I'm talking about D and D does make me miss it. It does make me miss D and D. Like, there's definitely something about the, the fantasy setting that you know, there's a certain itch you don't get scratched from, you know, from like a D, from like a Delta Green setting. Um, but yeah, I feel that. At the same time, you know, I think one of the big things that drew us to Delta Green. I mean, I was first interested in Delta Green because I listened to other people play it. I think the first person, first people I ever heard were, was the Glass Cannon crew uh, when yeah. when they did it, which it was, and I was just like, man, this game is great. And then I listened to a few others. Um, I listened to, like, a, what are they, Black Project Gaming. They have a good one. Um, there's someone else, too. I can't remember. But, yeah, I was, I, I was just interested in running it, and we had just kind of gotten done with Skystone. Well, no, we've been done with Saxon for a long time. a little time. bit after we, that. Yeah, we hadn't played anything for quite some time when we picked up on Delta Green. Um, but I'm glad we did. Because we played Control Group, and we've talked about that in the past. Um, you know, we played all the way through Control Group, and that was getting Jean. Jean played all the way through. Um, I always kind of feel bad. It was like Jean was really, really just like uh, kind of getting his bearings in a fantasy setting, and then we tore him out of it. And threw him into a completely new system. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, John is so sharp. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was the last thing I was worried about. Like, he, he, he literally just, what, three weeks ago ran a campaign as a handler? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about John. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's super bright. Yeah. Um, what if we made a Patreon stretch goal to make a second D&D campaign with the Enterprisers. I don't know. I don't know. We could, uh, we could do it, but, like, would we, like, run it from the beginning? Or just, like... Because I don't know if I have the recordings. Even. And they'd be, again, very rough. 
no, it'd have to be a new campaign. It would be like um like every it'd be a tier on Patreon, like uh once every month we have a Enterprisers campaign. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Just brainstorming. What do you think about it? Yeah. Alright. Well, I think that's probably Um, did you got some? No, no. I was going to say, if we're doing that, we could just do the one shot. <laughs> if it's going to be that infrequent, it could be... I don't uh, know what that one's called. Just the one shot campaign. <laughs> oh, you, oh, we should oh, absolutely... God. So, uh, every year we have uh, Thanksgiving one shot. Like, um, we're all from Oxford, kind of. And every year Joe comes back and runs a one shot and that's the only time we get to play like RPGs in person which is so much better god so much fucking fun like just get all the junk food and just like it's just so fun um pour all the junk food in a big bowl then pour beer in the bowl and eat the junk food in the beer <laughs> with a, with a ladle junk food <laughs> 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 we do keg stands, but it's just like refried beans. Oh, <laughs> no, that's great. But yeah, that's, I'm hungry I don't know. now. Maybe we could. Maybe we could uh, record the Thanksgiving one shot. I uh, I actually recently had a new idea for the Thanksgiving one shot, which I thought would be pretty funny. That was well, a cliffhanger. I know you had. That was a. You had one so. <laughs> We had to miss one uh, this past year because uh, my brother was not able to play. But I know you're really stoked about the idea that you had. Yeah. It's, have you pivoted? Uh, I've still got them both. So it's... Uh, okay. All right. You got two well, years I'm worth of material. I has <laughs> got two years ready to go. <laughs> Lock and loaded. Let's start a separate podcast that only drops one episode <laughs> every year. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Oh man. That's how you make money. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you very much for being here with us. Uh, again, like, you know, we're sorry that, you know, we love to put out regular Impossible Landscapes content. We're trying our damnedest, but the freaking John just has to fly back to South Africa, and apparently it just yeah. is a huge thing. Um, I but hope you didn't get any peanuts. God, I, would you? anymore like I'm, I'm never eating a peanut ever again but uh that's probably miserable right now what do you think he's doing that's I I, I assume he's listening back to the podcast <laughs> must be <laughs> but yeah that's the only capacity in which he exists is on the podcast, <laughs> the podcast. so he must be listening <laughs> to the podcast to our past podcast yeah. taking yeah. notes <laughs> But yeah, but uh, right rewind in Joe's speech backwards to see if there's a hidden message in it. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, so we will we'll try to be back with uh, Impossible Landscapes next week. Uh, you know, to pick back up with the uh, with the Citri uh, with Ophelia Citri's house, with where the team was. Um, if you like what you're listening to, man, come over and join the community on Reddit. Uh, we're at r slash Greenbox Gaming, no spaces. Um, that's where we post uh, a lot of our stuff. Most of our stuff is there, is on Reddit and on Twitter, and you can find the links to all of our socials there on Reddit. Um, if you really like what you're listening to, and you would like to, uh, you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, uh, then please consider 
going over to patreon.com slash greenboxgaming underscore no spaces um, and uh, consider becoming a contributor uh, I would like to welcome uh, Greg Greg is new with us this time what up oh, Greg thank you Greg. Greg how you doing dude yeah How's your day been, Greg? Oh, Greg. <laughs> oh, Greg. How's it hanging oh, in the dick Greg. area? <laughs> right down there. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Greg, for uh, supporting us. And he, uh, you know, he joins. Uh, and that, uh, you know, the funny thing is that we are actually have now breached 10 whole patrons. Uh, nice. Steve, Kyle, Peter, Stuart, Andre, Captain Ketchup, <coughs> Mr. Grimm, Old Possum Pete, Carson, Old Possum Pete. and Greg. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. You guys help yes. us to pay for for hosting this stuff, so it doesn't have to come out of our own pockets. And uh, we really appreciate that. It really goes along. Welcome way. to our little dysfunctional family. <laughs> yeah, glad to have you. Welcome. Th- Thanksgiving's going to be weird. Uh. <laughs> Can't wait for it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah. Besides that, guys, thank you. Thank you for coming together for this little this little Q and A. It's a little, little something different. It's not really uh, us mm-hmm. playing a game. Just kind of sitting around talking. But it's been nice. It's been nice to catch up. Yep. We'll try to add the history of magnets by nest. Yeah, next well, we'll time. get that. We'll get that uh, rounded up for you next time. Random Reddit user, uh, haunting horror four three five eight. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> Thank you for that amazing that was question. Funny. That was a funny question. <laughs> that was great content. Yeah. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Well, <laughs> well all right. Well, guys, <laughs> how much do you want to shed off? <laughs> no, we're done. Do you want to That's dig enough. deeper into it? <laughs> That's enough. He was just having a joke. Yeah, it was All funny. Right. It was great. All right. Uh, well, it's time we ended this one, guys. Welcome back. Welcome no, no, back. No, that's, that's not it. You, you got it all fucked up. <laughs> Fuck! All right. Thank you very much, uh, guys, for joining me today. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Uh, we will catch you next week. And everybody... Stay safe and stay sane. Bye. Peace. Yoink.